Welcome to M&A Perspectives, a podcast by Eaton Square. Tune in as we share insights on mergers and acquisitions and capital raising from industry leaders and our international team. Welcome back to Eaton Square Perspectives. I'm Peter Hall, a Sydney-based principal with Eaton Square. Today, I'm interviewing Stefan Schaffer, the managing partner of SVP Capital Partners in New York. SVP is our partner for debt capital markets in the USA. Stefan, good to speak with you again. Today, we're going to be discussing the option of using leverage capitalization in a business. Thank you, Peter. I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's get into it straight away. I guess the first question people would be interested is in understanding just what leverage capitalization is and why a company might undertake this. Sure. I mean, a leverage recapitalization or a leverage recap is really an alternative to a sale of the business. Uh, rather than selling the business outright or maybe taking minority interest after uh, you've recapitalized the business with equity, um, it's the idea of incurring debt, uh, maintaining uh, ownership of the business, in most cases owning 100% of the business uh, that's left over, but taking a little bit of chips off the table, meaning getting some benefit of, uh, of leverage really for purposes of a dividend. And that can be an equity purchase of a minority partner, which would be a share recap or share recapitalization or a simple leverage re recapitalization, which would simply be, again, a dividend to the owner. It's a way or another option that an owner has of realizing some liquidity without necessarily selling the business or losing control of the business. That's very interesting. There's quite a range of scenarios there. Are there any in particular that you see as being most useful? Well, I think there are a lot of people who lived through COVID and saw the values uh, of their business drop and got concerned, like, can we weather another one where ultimately a sale of a private business is probably in the cards for these guys over time. But right now they want to sort of hedge their bets a little bit, maybe take some money off the table while they can uh, have a little bit of debt as opposed to an outright sale because they want to rebuild that business, but they don't want to have 100% of their equity um, you know, in the business, uh, but perhaps have a little bit out of the business for estate planning purposes, but still want to grow the business and build the business. It would appear then that, that uh, leverage recapitalization offers an opportunity for businesses to create further value by using debt rather than equity capital. Exactly right. I mean, most leverage recaps, when we do them, uh, result in the owner owning 100% of the business after the transaction. So let's talk maybe about uh, a typical example. You have a company that has $5 million, uh, $10 million in EBITDA, no debt, uh, not a particularly unique company, maybe a manufacturing business, it's, but it's not high tech, it's not software, it's not a brand name, things that would drive a significant value. Uh, that owner could sell the business for roughly five and a half times, just to use a throw a multiple out five and a half times its EBITDA. So $55 million on a $10 million EBITDA business. Uh, at the end of the day, under most strategies, what would happen is they would be asked to redeploy roughly 20% of their proceeds. So that 55 million that they were receiving, uh, you know, approximately 13.75 million or 20% would be redeployed in the business. And that would leave the owner $41.25 million um, in cash proceeds when he left and he would own 25% of the business. Now let's take that exact same company and talk about a leverage recapitalization. $10 million of EBITDA, we could probably leverage that company four times. So the owner would take out $40 million, they would still own 100% of the business, 
uh, and they could grow it and then resell it at a later date. So it's an exceedingly compelling opportunity for somebody who wants to grow that business, not necessarily ready to cede control. And the truth of the matter is, when you sell a lot of these businesses, they're going to be leveraged anyway. And ultimately, the question becomes, who gets the benefit of that leverage? In the sale process, where you can see where the owner has to redeploy and he only has a minority position, the new owner is getting the benefit of that four times leverage that you know that they would raise in the market. In this case, when they're a leverage recapitalization, the owner is getting the benefit of that leverage. And that's the real key distinction here. And that seems to be something that uh, business owners at this point in the in the business cycle perhaps should be considering more seriously, bearing in mind that interest rates are historically quite low. Uh, exactly. I mean, there's clearly a benefit of doing it in a low interest rate environment if you're dealing with leverage and who's taking the risk as well as getting the benefit of leverage. Uh, but um, I think by the same token, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who know ultimately a sale process uh, is going to be appropriate. It's, it's going to be in the cards, but they're not necessarily ready to do it yet, but they do want to preserve some value. Well, a leverage recap is a way of getting a lot of the way there um, and setting yourself up for a future sale. So are there any particular factors that a business owner should be considering when they're making, uh, thinking through whether they should undergo a leverage recap or undertake a, an outright sale? I think so. I mean, I think ultimately it's a very personal decision, uh, first and foremost, whether somebody wants to sell the business and exit and do something else, uh, you know, with their life. Um, but by the same token, uh, if somebody really does want to build a business and maybe is seeking some capital or seeking a partner strategically who wants to join them to create value in the future, the idea is that you can get the benefit of some of that liquidity today, but really build something in the future. So that's the key, the key issue. Um, and the other concerns, however, are going to be, you know, uh, from an investor's perspective, what is the value left? If somebody's taking a significant you know, piece of value off the table and selling, you know, but they're not selling the business, they're going to remain there. The question is, are they still going to be motivated to work the company and grow the business with, you know, uh, under the new capitalization? And I think in most cases, specifically in a leverage recapitalization, of course, because they're getting 100 percent, you know, they're going to own 100 percent of that entity after the transaction. So they're more than motivated uh, to continue to work the transaction. And I think investors like to see that in some cases, uh, a debt provider may say, I, I like it, I want to go forward, I want to do this deal, but you know, rather than just being a debt player, I want to share in that upside with you, and they may want to invest a little bit of common equity in. The difference in that scenario, however, is that it's going to be a minority interest, not a controlling interest, so that the entrepreneur still gets the benefit of majority ownership, if not 100% ownership, and the benefit of that liquidity. What are you seeing in the markets at the moment in terms of interest in undertaking leverage recapitalizations? I mean, I think it's an exceedingly liquid market and it has been all year. Uh, there is just a lot of capital out there. The banks, you know, unlike the recession where banks had a lot of toxic assets and after uh, the problems associated with the recession really were much more liquid than they are today, are doing quite well and don't have any of these assets on their balance sheet. The truth of the matter is that it's probably never been healthier than they are today. The non-bank market, another constituency that lends to this, uh, to these types of transactions, again, is very, very liquid. It's close to a trillion dollar assets under management. I mean, it's a massive market. Uh, insurance companies, credit funds, business development companies, they're all very comfortable with these transactions. And so there's probably 
not been a time as liquid as as it is now. There are some players who will be concerned about a non-sponsored uh, transaction where you know the liquidity is going out. But I think they're a minority. I think most investors want to look at leverage recaps, whether it be with a sponsor or without a sponsor. Stefan, that's that's all really fascinating. Perhaps we should wrap up by asking you, what are your thoughts in terms of somebody who's thinking about undertaking a recapitalization? What are the sorts of factors they should be keeping in mind? Well, I think the most important factor is you have to keep this as an option. I mean, first and foremost, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the biggest concern is going to be what they want to do. You know, do they want to sell the business and lose control and and go on to something else, or do they want to stay with the business? But once you've made that that decision, and if it involves staying in the business, then I think you have to look very seriously at what are all the benefits, both economic, uh, control, and everything else when it comes to a transaction. And I think that uh, in the final analysis, a lot of people will look at a leverage recapitalization and say. It really accomplishes a lot of what I need to do right now, but ultimately may not give me everything in a sale process, but I can always do that in a couple of years from now. Thank you very much, Stefan. That's been very insightful, and I'm sure that our viewers will, will find a, a lot to uh, take away from all of that. Thanks again. Peter, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Eaton Square M&A Perspectives. For complete show notes, visit www.eatonsq.com slash podcast. We release a new podcast regularly, so make sure to subscribe. Connect with us on linkedin.com slash company slash eaton-square and Twitter at eatonsquare08. Until next time.